Today is April the 11th, 2022. Welcome to A Lamp and a Light. I'm Melissa, and it's just great to be with you here today as we continue our our walk through the one-year Bible in the King James Version. Yesterday, we ended the book of Deuteronomy, and we began the book of Joshua, and which is where we are now. And right today, we're in preparation for finally taking that step into the promised land. And just like the children of Israel were preparing to take that step, we're preparing to take that step with them as we read this scripture. And we're reading today Joshua chapter 3 and Joshua chapter 4. Lord, we just come before you today and we just ask you to bless the reading of your word, God. I pray, God, that you would take this word and send it around the world. I pray that you would bless those that hear it, God. And I pray, God, that you anoint the ears. Give us ears to hear, Lord, and hearts to receive. And we'll give you all the glory. In Jesus' precious and holy name we pray. Amen. Joshua 3, 1 through 4, 24. And Joshua rose early in the morning, and they removed from Shittim and came to Jordan, he and all the children of Israel, and lodged there before they passed over. And it came to pass after three days that the officers went through the host, and they commanded the people, saying, When you see the ark of the covenant of the Lord your God and the priest of the Levites bearing it, then you shall remove from your place and go after it. Yet there shall be a space between you and it, about two thousand cubits by measure. Come not near unto it, that ye may know the way by which ye must go, for ye have not passed this way heretofore. And Joshua said unto the people, Sanctify yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. And Joshua spake unto the priest, saying, Take up the ark of the covenant, and pass over before the people. And they took the ark of the covenant, and went before the people. And the Lord said unto Joshua, This is the day I will begin to magnify thee in the sight of all of Israel, that they may know that as I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. And thou shalt command the priests that bear the ark of the covenant, saying, When ye are come to the brink of the water of Jordan, ye shall stand still in Jordan. And Joshua said unto the children of Israel, Come hither, and hear the words of the Lord your God. And Joshua said, Hereby ye shall know that the living God is among you, and that he will fall without fail, drive out from before you the Canaanites and the Hittites and the Hivites and the Perizzites and the Girgashites and the Amorites and the Jebusites. Behold, the ark of the covenant of the Lord of all the earth passeth over before you into Jordan. Now therefore, take you twelve men out of the tribe of Israel, out of every tribe a man, and it shall come to pass as soon as the soles of the feet of the priest that bear the ark of the Lord the Lord of all the earth shall rest in the waters of the Jordan, that the waters of Jordan shall be cut off from the water that came down from above, and they shall stand upon a heap. And it came to pass when the people removed from their tents to pass over Jordan, and the priests bearing the ark of the covenant before the people, and as they that bear the ark were come into Jordan, and the feet of the priests that bear the ark were dipped in the brim of the water, for Jordan overfloweth all his banks all the time of harvest that the waters which came down from above stood and rose up upon a heap very far from the city Adam, that is, beside Zaratan, and that those came down toward the sea of the plain, even the salt sea failed and were cut off, and the people passed over right against Jericho. And the priests that bear the ark of the covenant of the Lord stood firm on dry ground in the midst of Jordan, and all the Israelites passed over 
on dry ground until all the people were passed clean over Jordan. And it came to pass, when all the people were clean passed over Jordan, that the Lord spake unto Joshua, saying, Take you twelve men out of the people, out of every tribe of man, and command ye them, saying, Take you hence out of the midst of Jordan, out of the place where the priest's feet stood firm, twelve stones, and ye shall carry them over with you, and leave them in the lodging place where ye shall lodge this night. Then Joshua called the twelve men whom he had prepared of the children of Israel out of every tribe of man. And Joshua said unto them, Pass over before the ark of the Lord your God into the midst of the Jordan, and take you up every man of you a stone upon his shoulder, according unto the number of the tribes of the children of Israel, that this may be a sign among you, that when your children ask their fathers in times to come, saying, What mean ye by these stones? Then you shall answer them, that the water of the Jordan were cut off before the ark of the covenant of the Lord. When it passed over Jordan, the waters of Jordan were cut off, and these stones shall be for a memorial unto the children of Israel forever. And the children of Israel did so as Joshua commanded, and took up twelve stones out of the midst of Jordan, as the Lord spake unto Joshua according to the number of the tribes of children of Israel, and carried them over with them unto the place where they lodged, and laid them down there. And Joshua set up twelve stones in the midst of the Jordan, in the place where the feet of the priests were bare, the ark of the covenant stood, and they are there unto this day. For the priests which bare the ark stood in the midst of the Jordan until everything was finished that the Lord commanded Joshua to speak unto the people according to all Moses commanded Joshua. And the people hasted and passed over. And it came to pass, when all the people were clean passed over, that the ark of the Lord passed over, and the priest in the presence of the people, and the children of Reuben and the children of Gad and half-tribe of Manasseh passed over, armed before the children of Israel, as Moses spake unto them. About forty thousand prepared for war passed over before the Lord into battle to the plains of Jericho. On that day the Lord magnified Joshua in the sight of all Israel, and they feared him as they feared Moses all the days of his life. And the Lord spoke unto Joshua, saying, Command the priests that bear the ark of the testimony that come up out of Jordan. Joshua therefore commanded the priests, saying, Come ye up out of Jordan. And it came to pass, when the priests that bear the ark of the covenant of the Lord were come up out of the midst of Jordan, and the soles of the priests' feet were lifted up onto dry land, that the waters of Jordan returned unto their place and flowed over all his banks as they did before. And the people came up out of Jordan on the tenth day of the first month, and encamped in Gilgal in the east border of Jericho. And those twelve stones which they took out of Jordan did Joshua pitch in Gilgal. And he spake unto the children of Israel, saying, When your people shall ask their fathers in times to come, saying, What mean these stones? Then you shall let your children know, saying, Israel came over this Jordan on dry land, for the Lord your God dried up the waters of Israel before you until ye were passed over, as the Lord your God did to the Red Sea, when, which he dried up from before us until we were gone over, that all the people of the earth might know the hand of the Lord, that it is mighty, and that ye might fear the Lord your God forever. Luke fourteen seven through 35 And Jesus put forth a parable to those that which were bidden, when he marked how they chose out of the chief rooms, saying unto them, When thou art bidden of any man to a wedding, sit not down in the highest room, lest a more honorable man than thou be bidden of him. 
And he that bid thee and him come and say to thee, Give this man place, and thou begin with shame to take the lowest room. But when thou art bidden, go and sit down in the lowest room, that when he that bid thee cometh, he may say unto thee, Friend, go up higher, then shalt thou worship in the presence of them that sit at meat with thee. For whosoever exalteth himself shall be abased, and he that humbleth himself shall be exalted. Then said he also to him that bade him, When thou makest a dinner and a supper, call not thy friends, nor thy brethren, neither thy kinsmen, nor thy rich neighbors, lest ye also bid thee again, and a recompense be made thee. But when thou makest a feast, call the poor, the maimed, the lame, blind, and thou shalt be blessed, for they cannot recompense thee, for thou shalt be recompensed at the resurrection of the just. And when one of them that sat at the meat with him heard these things, he said unto them, Blessed is he that shall eat bread in the kingdom of heaven. Then said he unto him, A certain man made a great supper and bade many, and sent his servant at supper time to say to them that were bidden, Come, for all things are now ready. And they all, with one consent, began to make excuse. The first said unto him, I bought a piece of ground, and I must needs go and see it. I pray thee, have me excused. And another said, I have bought five yoke of oxen, and I go to prove them. I pray thee, have me excused. And another said, I have married a wife, and therefore I cannot come. So that servant came and showed his lord these things. Then the master of the house, being angry, said to his servant, Go out quickly into the streets and the lanes of the city, and bring in hither the poor and the maimed, and the halt and the blind. And the servant said, Lord, it is done as thou hast commanded, and yet there is room. And the Lord said unto the servant, Go out into the highways and hedges, and compel them to come in, that my house may be filled. For I say unto you that none of those men which were bidden shall taste of my supper. And there went great multitudes with him, and he turned and said unto them, If any man come to me, and hate not his father or mother, and wife, and children, and brethren, and sisters, yea, and his own life also, he cannot be my disciple. And whosoever doth not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. For which of you, intending to build a tower, sitteth not down first, and counteth the cost, whether he have a sufficient to finish it? Lest happily, after he hath laid the foundation, and it is not able to finish it, all that behold it begin to mock him, saying, This man began to build, and was not able to finish. Or what king, going to make war against another king, sitteth not down first, and consulteth whether he be able, with ten thousand, to meet him that cometh against him with twenty thousand? Or else, while the other is yet a great way off, he sendeth an ambassage, and desireth conditions of peace. So likewise, whosoever he be of you, that forsaketh not all that he hath, he cannot be my disciple." Salt is good, but if salt have lost his favor, wherewith shall it be seasoned? It is neither fit for the land, nor yet for the dunghill, but men cast it out, and he that hath ears to hear, let him hear. Psalm 80, 1-19 Give ear, O shepherd of Israel, thou that leadest Joseph like a flock, thou that dwellest between the cherubims, shine forth. Before Ephraim and Benjamin and Manasseh stir up thy strength and come and save us. Turn us again, O God, and cause thy face to shine, and we shall be saved. O Lord God of hosts, how long wilt thou be angry against the prayer of thy people? Thou feedest them with the bread of tears, and giveth them tears to drink in the great measure. Thou makest us a strife unto our neighbors, and our enemies laugh among themselves.
Turn us again, O God of hosts, and cause thy face to shine, and we shall be saved. Thou hast brought a vine out of Egypt. Thou hast cast out the heathen and planted it. Thou preparest a room before it, and thou didst take it to root, deep root, and it filled the land. The hills were covered with the shadow of it, and the boughs thereof were like the goodly cedars. She sent out her boughs into the sea, and her branches into the river. Why hast thou then broken down her hedges, so that all they that which pass by do pluck her? The boar out of the wood doth waste it, and the wild beast of the field doth devour it. Return, we beseech thee, O God of hosts. Look down from heaven, and behold, and visit this vine. And the vineyard which they write, thy right hand hath planted, and the branch that madest strong for thyself. It is burned with fire, it is cut down. They perish at the rebuke of thy countenance. Let thy hands be upon the men of thy right hand, upon the Son of Man, whom thou madest strong for thyself. So not will we look back from thee. Quicken us, and we will call upon thy name. Turn us again, O Lord God of hosts. Cause thy face to shine, and we shall be saved. Proverbs twelve twenty seven and 28 The slothful man roasteth not that which he took in hunting, but the substance of a diligent man is precious. In the way of righteousness is life, and in the pathway thereof there is no death. The passage that really struck my heart today was passage in Luke 14. And beginning in verse 27, it says, And whosoever doth not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. Jesus goes on to say, For which of you, if you're going to build a tower, doesn't sit down first and count the cost, whether you have enough money, time, talent to finish it, lest haply, after you've put the foundation on, you have the foundation and it's complete, but you're never able to finish the entire thing. And then as people go by, they mock you and say, well, he'd started to build it, but he couldn't finish it. Or Jesus goes on and says, what king going to war against another king doesn't sit down first and consult with his people about, is he able to go against the 20,000 with his 10,000? If he doesn't count those costs, then the Bible says that while they're still a great way off, while the other other um, enemy is a great way off, he sends an ambassador to tell them that he desires conditions of peace. And that verse where he says he sent, sendeth an ambassador and desireth conditions of peace struck my heart because it just spoke to me of us. It spoke to me of God's children that live today and how many of us have no power. Many of us are, we think we have power. We start off being feeling like we have power because we've laid that foundation, but then we don't have, we have not counted the cost. We have not taken up the cross to really follow him because we can't follow through. If you take up, his, up the cross, if you take up the cross and follow him, if you have counted the cost, you will not have to be mocked. You will not have to get to the place where you're in the war against the enemy. And the enemy, you know, the enemy's all around us. We can't, we can't uh, get ourselves in a situation where 
we are surrounded by the enemy and we don't have the power to defeat him because God gave us all power and all authority. Jesus did that. And but we are a weak we are a weak church. I mean there's some, some people walking in power and authority, but as a whole the enemy has us surrounded because you see in church after church you see them sending out their ambassadors. They're sending out their ambassadors and saying they desire conditions of peace, conditions of peace with people they don't see eye to eye to, conditions of peace with people who who worship and and follow the enemy, the enemy of their soul, the enemy of your soul. And there's no place for conditions of peace when you are diametrically opposed to someone like a Christian is to someone that is not a Christian. And I just think that that's something we, we should consider because it begins in every heart. Do you have the power and authority to defeat the enemy in your life? Do you have the thor- power and authority to, when he surrounds you, to know that that the Lord that surrounds you has more power and more authority and can take down that enemy because you have counted the cost, you have taken up your cross, and you follow him. You follow him. And if you're following him, you can't go wrong. He's not going to lead you down a path that uh, because he's not going to go down that path himself. So he's not going to lead you astray. So God, I just thank you for this word today. God, I just pray, God, that if my words seem to not be clear, Lord, that you clear them up through the airwaves, Lord, because you do have all power and you do have all authority and you've given it to us, Lord, that we never need to be surrounded by the enemy and be afraid. We have more. There's more for us than more than those against us. And Lord, I pray, God, that you just help us take these words to heart, what you have stirred in our hearts today. I pray, God, that you help us to keep it in mind this week because there is an enemy that is after our soul. But greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. I thank you, Lord. I love you, Jesus. And Holy Spirit, I thank you for empowering us today. I thank you for teaching us this word today. And I thank you for helping us walk it out. We ask everything we ask in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Mm -hmm.